Hello, my name is Samuel George London, and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. Today's return guest is comic book creator and podcaster Barney Smith, where I'll be asking him about what comics he's been reading recently. But before we get into it, I wanted to mention that this is episode 191, and in nine episodes' time, on episode 200, unfortunately, I'll be taking a bit of a pause. Um, And that is so that I can focus more on uh, writing comics rather than talking about them, um, which I do absolutely love, and I hope to return um, to this very podcast at some point um, but yes we only have uh, these 10 episodes left um, and uh, yeah no um, it's been a heck of a heck of a journey but uh, yeah um, it's only a pause and maybe in a in a couple of years we'll be we'll be returning um, but that being said um, as usual I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor comic scene uh, where you can read comic news and become part of a community of fellow comic lovers to find out more be sure to visit comicscene.org and on a side note um, I just you know wanted to thank you the listeners um, for listening so for for so long Um, and uh, if you do enjoy the show um, make sure that you you leave a review Um, all of these episodes will uh, remain on um, your podcast uh, app of course Um, so don't worry there but uh, yeah if you do want to kind of get in touch with me um make sure that you either uh just hit me up on twitter uh samuel g london or on instagram where wherever takes your fancy um or you can kind of you know leave a review and uh yeah contact me that way and, and let other people know uh what you think of it so uh that being said uh without further ado on with the show hello barney smith how's it going Good. How are you doing, Samuel George London? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's a, it's a very uh, warm September day. Surprisingly, um, we've had a pretty uh, cold and wet August, and September looks like it's set to be quite warm. Um, so um, we're, we're at least we kind of like get you know a little bit of summer um, before before heading into the depths of autumn and winter. <laughs> Right. Yeah. See, I know it's, we kind of had like here, here on the other side of the pond, we had a quite a, quite a wet summer up here in the, so you, you live in England. Yeah. And I live in New England. So it's, so <laughs> we, we, we have, we have that going for us right now. Um, and, and, and so we had a very wet and very, it felt very British over the summer mm. here because it was just so mm. wet going on. So yeah, yeah, we felt, we felt the London fog here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and uh, yeah. No. Just before we we came on, we were talking about the fact that it's, it's basically been almost an exact year since since you were last on the show and we last spoke. Um, and uh, before we kind of get into what you're up to at the moment, um, just for the for the listeners that haven't come across you just yet, um, what do you do in the world of comics? So I am, I, I am basically a graphic, I, I've published, I'm on my fifth graphic novel that I've been, I've published. I am, I am what you would consider first and foremost, maybe a slice of life slash sci-fi uh, graphic novelist. Um, and I, I, I do things based off of uh, satirical references to uh, stories of my life. And as of recent, I've also been making some, I would consider them graphic novels because they're fully illustrated with like fully illustrated, Mm -hmm. um, colored, um, 
uh, of uh, dad jokes that I've been able to, that I've compiled over the last several years as well. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And uh, most recently, obviously, you got you got your Kickstarter at the moment for Dada Jokes. So tell us tell us about Dada Jokes. So I'm so excited. So I came out with a book a few years ago called called Dad Jokes, and yeah. and, and and also too the the cool thing about my book Dad Jokes is there's a, there's four things that make this unique. And even though everybody's listening to this, I'm holding up the book in my hand, and I'm I'm actually just out of habit. I'm like. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm actually holding it up in front of the monitor. Like people can see the camera. The camera's not even on. Um, it's just a force of habit. It's, it's, it's a reflex now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's a reflex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's one of, it's one of the side effects of doing podcasting. And then it's that you just end up talking to a camera that's not even on the whole time. Um, it's like the Truman show here. Uh, and, and, and so one is fully is fully colored. I have yet to find a joke book that is fully colored. There could be out really? there, but I've never found one. Wow. Um, hmm. The second thing about this book is that every time you buy a dad, every time you buy a joke book or a dad joke book, invariably speaking, you're going to find some jokes in there that are either misogynistic or racist or 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 talking um, uh, exploiting exploiting the disabilities, physical or physical, emotional or intellectual disabilities of of a target population. And I firmly believe, Samuel, that jokes should never be about bullying. And that's what it comes down yeah, to right. is that when you mm. when you bully and intimidate people through humor, it's actually not funny at all. I really believe humor needs to bring everybody together and not, uh, not, not be divisive. And so with that said, every joke that I have co- that I've compiled, created um, or curated in, in my books are 100 percent safe for. Um, guys that work on a construction site. My mother mm-hmm. is a minister, and she has a book in church. Um, and I have a, and I have as because they are dad jokes. So I do have kids. Um, and my first grade, uh, my daughter who's in first grade brings the book to school, and is and it's safe there. So it's safe for everyone. Um, the third thing about this book, which is interesting, is that about five percent of the jokes are actually jokes I invented. So they're actually the only place you're going to be finding them in publication so far. And the fourth thing is that I'm a huge fan, Samuel, of the old time radio. You know, just you're you're, you're mm. talking about the ones, um, um, all the jokes that are from like the the 30s and 40s, uh, the ones from Jack Benny to um, to George Burns and Gracie Allen to Charlie McCarthy. All these old jokes are on there. Um, love the humor from there, and so I've been able to brush them off and kind of update them for modern sensibilities. So those are the four things that make my joke book pretty, uh, pretty unique and that you're not going to find anywhere. And also too, Samuel, what's really interesting is joke books are like a great present to give. And what makes my books really good is that not only are they good for um, when you're buying them for a present, the fact that you're giving a joke book as a present, which is always good. You have that if there's jokes in there that are, that are misogynistic or racist that could actually um, infer that you think the givee is misogynistic mm. or racist or the giver sure. is misogynistic or racist. So, and yeah, you might yeah. not want to do that. So that's one of the things that I'm pretty proud of this by big buck. It is definitely a amazing uh, gift to give as well. So there you go, Samuel. Yeah. that's awesome what have you been up man, to the last awesome. year yeah yeah precisely and, and that, that's available on uh on kickstarter right now um as of this going out uh tomorrow 
Um, there'll be ten days uh, left um, on the uh, on the Kickstarter, so plenty of time to go check it out, folks. Um, so if you search "Dada Jokes" in Kickstarter or just click click the link in the show notes, then uh, that'll that'll lead you to the uh, campaign page. Um, but where else can people find you online? So they can find me at storycomic.com. So there you can see, um, as we just I, I just mentioned before we went live on the air, I'm hitting episode 300 of my uh, my Masthead podcast. I have a few podcasts, mm. but my Masthead podcast is is um, is available on um, uh, it's just reached issue issue like i'm talking the comics episode 300 <laughs> is launching yep. this week so wow and congratulations I, yeah man. i'm really excited and as we mentioned before i we went on the air one of every 100 episodes i interview another barney smith so all your british listeners out there i actually interviewed the barney smith from your neck of the woods that actually is the artistic director of vaches eight which is a grammy nominated um british acapella group and he's also the art director, and he's also a conductor of uh, classical music as well. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, definitely go go check that out and subscribe through your podcast app and whatnot um, to, to to story comic. Um, and um, last time we spoke, uh, we we left you in a zombie outbreak. So right. I'm I'm thinking, how how's life been treating you since then in the zombie outbreak? <laughs> I hunkered down. I'm fine. You know what? I've I've been able. What's lucky is that luckily that I was able to uh, to 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 wall myself off in an abandoned radio station. So I actually created mm, a treehouse up on the top of the radio tower. So I've been pretty safe um, for a while now. So yeah. Yep. beautiful man beautiful yep. um just just hanging in there <laughs> hanging in there yep. just just pretending to do your old radio shows and, and things like that <laughs> to, to to no one listening but it keeps you sane right exactly <laughs> <laughs> excellent um but uh yeah you know go go back to um to data jokes um you know i'm really interested about that creative process like do you is it just a case of you just sitting down and like um you know really just writing them out or um do, do kind of jokes come to you, you take notes and then you've got to refine them and things like that how, how does that process work a little bit of both some like i said some of them are like you're curated over 100 literally 120 years of of uh of information and, yeah. and also to make tweaking them if they, if they seem inappropriate. Sure. Um, and, and as I say, about 5% of them are jokes that I actually invented, but that doesn't mean I'm smart or anything. It's just a play on words. When you're surrounded by pun, puns and one-liners every single day of your life, you just see the observational moments and, and, you know, just that, that kind of pop up. I'll give you an example of one that I actually invented myself back in 2019, which I'm super mm. excited. That I actually, I've actually seen this joke in the wild now, which is actually ah, pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. I was bringing, I was bringing my uh, daughter to school one morning and we live in Vermont and Vermont is a rural enough state mm. where there's deer all over the place, yeah. but it's, it's uncommon enough where you'd actually mention that you see, you've seen a deer. So I dropped my, I dropped my kiddo off at, at, at school in the morning and I can't, and I saw a deer um, kind of like jump over the snowbank and, and head off um, um, across the road. And when I came home, I told my wife, I said, Hey, you know what? I, uh, 
I saw a deer on the way to school today. And she looked at me and she goes, how do you know it was going to school? And I stared <laughs> at her and I go, and I said, that is really funny. Like she just said it, yeah. like not knowing it was like, a, it had some really good meat to a joke to it. Yeah, so I, awesome. I tweaked it. I, I tweaked it and I was able to then um, uh, add it. And I put it out on one of my, cause I post a dad joke every day. And I and I and I put it out there, and I've seen it in the wild a couple of times. So it's just pretty cool that I've actually given something to the world of of dad jokes. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's what life's about. Yeah, <laughs> totally, dude. That's great. That's great. Um, so yeah, no, it is. It's kind of like a a, a bit of everything. Um, that you then kind of try and refine them and things like that. But then some just come organically, and uh, right. you just jot jot them down. And things like that that's that's amazing um and then um i mean obviously yeah you decided to you know illustrate them all and i think that that gives a nice edge to them right that See, does doesn't it yeah yeah well and that's the beautiful thing about it is that anytime that anybody does kickstarters or anybody does it is that they'll always say it i had to spend the most money on hiring an artist and the fact <clears> is i'm a cartoonist <throat> by uh uh, I'm a cartoonist by um, training. I got an art degree mm-hmm. um, in that. Yeah. And being able to illustrate my own work just makes it a heck of a lot more mm-hmm. uh, cost effective. And the fact that the fact is as well is that because I've self, I've, I've published, um, you know, three, well, you know, four books previous to that. I know how I know my way all around um, the, uh, the publishing thing when it comes down to, you know, like formatting a page during the graphic design, getting mm. that, you know, purchasing an ISBN number, all that stuff. Um, yeah. It's, I'm very familiar with it. And it's, and I, and I, and that's kind of the thing that I, it's fun doing because that's, that's like building something. It's like when you're doing sculpture or you're, you're doing art or you're creating something. It's, mm. it's, it's the same feeling like a carpenter gets, you know, finishing building a room or the same feeling, you know, an electrician gets after, um, wiring an entire house and being able to switch on that, you know, that main panel and seeing all the lights come on that, yeah. that, that, you know, that, that dopamine hit. It's the same thing I get when I publish a book and it and arrives, you know, and it comes in the mail and you're able to hold a book that you actually made in mm. your hands. It is it's a great so moment. Fun. It is a it's great, a great moment. moment. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and uh, yeah, no, um, every time as well, every time. It's 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 really cool, isn't it? Because you were saying right. that you've you've, yeah. you've done five now. Um, I've I've I'm I'm up to seven myself. Um, but <laughs> it, it it doesn't no, it, we, I, and I'm not trying to one up you here. <laughs> that was not a one up. <laughs> um, I, that, that was just kind of say we were on a similar level. Um, right. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's well, great well, every well, time. I mean, it's great every yeah, time. Technically, technically yeah. Samuel. Technically, Samuel, you two up to me, but that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't trying to two up you. Um, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, man, no, it's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so, what what else have you got? Um, kind of in the in the pipeline, so to speak. So I'm I'm done with my first draft. So I also I'm I'm an avid uh, tabletop role player. Um, mm. and I I am an avid uh, I'm an avid. Uh, uh, game designer on the side as well. And I am now finishing up and I, everybody knows this, cause this is probably, um, I'm going to do this parallel to this, but also there is a, um, I made a tabletop role-playing game called appliance, which is about 
um, playing inanimate objects, which I think is super fun, super funny. Yeah. Um, and and obviously too, I did dad jokes, I did dadder jokes. Obviously, I'm working on daddest jokes, which oh, is yes. actually also going to be coming out as well. La creme so, de la creme. Yeah, see? <laughs> and then of course, it's going to be more. So I have to think of what am I going to do after that because there's obviously going to be more. So I have to say, I don't know, the son of daddest jokes or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, there, you yeah. there you go. Or just yeah. gra- like you'll get to granddad jokes eventually. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Daddis <laughs> Jokes Jr. I don't know, something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, all of, all of that aside, um, have you managed to fit in reading comics yourself? Oh, of course. I actually end up, um, I have my, as I have, a, I have a nine-year-old and I have a six-year-old and uh, d- d- two daughters and I have a three-year-old hmm. son. And I end up, jumping into uh i'm making them i love having them watching them read comics as well yeah um that's always been a huge source of um uh pride and nostalgia to watch them read comics and which is really interesting is that if for anybody is uh so I think they have something similar to this in Great Britain. It's called proxybid.com. There might be proxybid.uk right. um, where they you can go on and it's all these people that actually um, – it's all the auctions that you'll see. If you ever like – if you ever go to an auction, it's like, oh, an internet bidder bids, blah, blah, blah. Mm. That is proxy bid. So you can actually go on proxy bid and bid on huge long boxes. I just bought, I, I just bought 250 oh. comics for 10 bucks. Oh, uh, result. <laughs> yeah, so wow. you have to, it's a good place. But here's the thing, depending on just like any auction, depends on who shows up, depends on what if you're gonna get a good price or not. Yeah. So um I was really fortunate enough that nobody really paid attention that they had a whole line of uh X Factor comics. And every oh, time great. you buy X Factor comics, you know, like you say, Oh run, you always look for that one issue. I think it's issue five or eleven. I can't remember the one that actually had the first appearance of Apocalypse. And this whole thing showed the run. It showed that it had it on there, but no one paid attention enough to it. I ended up buying the whole run for 250, 250 comics because it was in a long box right. for like 30 bucks. And one of them has the first first appearance of, of uh, Apocalypse. Wow. So you just never know. Just like any auction, depends on how you get it in time. So It's kind of like, you know, the equivalent of, um, what was it? Like the storage place show right oh yeah you know yeah. what is it called oh, i forget what it's called but you know what oh I mean. there's storage wars is the name storage of wars of course they called it wars even though it's just yeah. people hanging yeah. out in front of a storage unit going i'll have it it's like it's not really yeah, a war exactly so, yeah it should be storage bidding yeah <laughs> <whatever>. exactly <laughs> yeah but that's yeah you say storage bidding no one's gonna listen to that. oh of course not. it has to be a war <laughs> it has to be some level of some some war involved yeah <laughs> yeah of course of course um no that's uh that's that's cool though man um and uh yeah that's 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 i'm gonna have to check that out myself um yeah. and so you've you've have you received that now or oh yeah it's been sitting here for a while i'm just trying to figure out how i'm gonna like um get it slabbed because there is no way i'm gonna keep mm-hmm. that like lose that that thing there's certain thing where there's certain comics that i will reread over and over and over again and there's certain mm-hmm. comics that i'll buy just for the collectability and just get it sure, slapped man. that's what i'll do yeah too right yeah. too right fair yeah. play man fair play yeah. um cool um and then uh what else is uh, has been uh catching your eye recently well um so um 
I actually, so this is new as of last time we talked. Um, I, I left the field of non, I worked in the nonprofit field for close on to 10 years, mm-hmm. um, uh, doing advocacy work for people living with disabilities and, um, and, uh, with compassion fatigue setting in and just after COVID, mm-hmm. um, I had an opportunity to actually buy, um, three radio stations. So I am now, you're looking now at the, the owner what? of, yeah, like terrestrial radio stations with like radio towers and. Holy smokes. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So, yeah. So I got that going for me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, um, just, you know, jump full in just to, um, just to really, just to kind of enjoy the, the, the entire process of, mm-hmm. of doing it. And, and because there's a lot of internet radio as well, I'm going to like do some internet radio sister stations with it mm-hmm. um, and, and everything. So I've been able to like take my podcast and just kind of like consolidate them only recording them once a week. That's awesome. Um, instead. And is that so, just in new England or um, is it, does it go wider than that? It will, because I'm going to, uh, it will because I'm 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 gonna make sure it's available online streaming. So yeah, of course. So yeah, yeah it does go beyond beyond that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Best of luck to you. You have to you have to keep us posted. Um, right, absolutely. And all of that. Yeah. Um, and then um, apart from um, yeah, the the uh, massive long box. Well, was there anything else in the long box that kind of caught your eye? <laughs> Do you know what? There's like a whole indie. There's a and. What I like doing too, and they usually go for cheaper, is uh, I'll buy those long boxes that just say indie comics. Because usually, if they say mm. X Men comics or Captain Marvel, com- like any anything like that, or DC comics, those will always get inflated. It seems like um, with a pre- but I lo- sometimes I'll just buy comics for the sake of just reading them than I do with um, for the sake of. Um, uh, for the collectability so it depends mm. yeah 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 fair yeah. play man fair play yeah. um and then um just in your you know your local comic book shop you've been able to um get get anything of uh, of note from them recently um so yeah here's it so <laughs> so here's the other fun thing um a, a buddy of mine is the manager of a game store above a comic book shop Right. And it's by, it's owned by the same owner. He's the manager of it. And so that's mm. independently wealthy woman who I think like owns like 63% stock of Pepsi or something like that. She's just one of these Whoa. women that just like okay. tones like she's like a, <laughs> she, she's like a millionaire that just doesn't care about doing it. So she, but she loves comics. So I guess she bought a comic book shop just so she could have comics. Nice, nice. Um, fast forward like 40 years later, she's like in her eighties and her comic book shop is kind of like run. It's like, no one's really taking care of it. So my buddy who was a game shop um, manager kind of also manages that. And I, sometimes I'll go down the end. I sometimes I'll end up going down into the, the, to the, to the bottom floor just to go to the comic book shop. And, and they have tons of quarter boxes. It's just mm. comics. I just, and so I asked my, I best my buddy and uh, um, you know, for the, I said, um, 
I won't use his name, yeah, you know, just in case he gets in trouble. So I'll say, sure, hey, um, so I'll just say, I'll just call him Samuel George London. You know, there you say, go. Uh, That'll do. Hey, you can blame uh, it on me. <laughs> <laughs> I said to you, um, can I buy like like sight unseen without going through it all? Um, can I just buy a a long box of your comics? How much would that be? That your quarter box? And he goes, um, forty bucks. I'm like. Can you do two for sixty? He's like, yeah, fine. So I bought five hundred comic books for sixty dollars. So, um, and I haven't even gone nice. through the boxes yet. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. You gotta sift through them first. My God, I gotta sift through them to see if anything. Here's the, the chances are there's nothing there of significant value. But my idea is I'm gonna use those because I love yard sales. I'm gonna use those as like a draw card to get people to come to a yard sale. Um, and nice. in my in my front yard. So I'm just got. So I have like. And I have some of my other older comics that I have that, you know, aren't worth, they are not collectible, but they're readable. You know, there's always that thing. Mm-hmm. There's like, that was a really good story. Um, like I was telling you last, last time I was on last year where the comet, I think is one of the best stories. Those, that 18, that, that 18, 18 issue run. It's probably some of the best, funnest, most nostalgic um comics i ever read but you're they're never going to be collectibles it's not like you're never going to see issue number one of the comet you know slabbed and sitting there for 500 bucks so those are always in the quarter bin so yeah amazing amazing yeah man i'm in awe because i've got i'm just looking at my unread section of my books and i've got like what one two three (laughs) four five six seven eight nine nine books but you're you're in the hundreds (laughs) that's just epic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're crazy man um that's really cool though, that's really cool um and then you know are there are there any series that you're that you're really looking to kind of you know read you read yourself um or um are you, are you kind of you know just really focused on that you know get getting long boxes and then see what happens <laughs> So like so the the high end like the like uh the big two stuff mm. I I'm kind of I like stories I don't know if I if I know if it's the age of if we're looking at the new age of of binge TV where now it comes to like binge reading where I so prefer to just know that I can sit back and read a story and I know it has a beginning middle and end mm-hmm. um and that's what I've been really getting into right now is reading some really good graphic novels and some really good anthology series that I've been able to pick up from um, uh, friends that I've been doing them and people that have them on Kickstarters and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice man. Nice. Fair play. Cool dude. Um, well, I mean, you're going to have a busy, another busy year for you dealing with the radio oh. station, um, sorting out, um, the the long boxes and then you know write, writing um dadis jokes <laughs> so <laughs> you know you got your hands full man you got your hands full right. that's epic dude um so yeah um it's just been it's been really great to catch up barney um and uh, yeah were there were there any you know anything else that you wanted to mention before we sign off um so you know other than the fact that you know like you know beyond milford green people should mm. definitely check out that that comic that is that nice, would be man. definitely something that i would uh I, I would recommend to your listeners out there 
Hey man, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, and uh, yeah, no, um, it's yeah, it just it's always got a nice uh, place in my heart. Um, that series, and I, I mean, I am trying to um, get onto uh, other series at the moment, and kind of part of that. So I don't know if you saw on Twitter, and um, most listeners know, but for the listeners that don't. Um, you know, we're coming up to episode 200 and I'm going to put a pause on the podcast episode 200 um, until um, I feel like I've got more time. Um, it's just so that I can focus on writing more for a little while um, and then I'll return to it in good time. Um, so so the next time we speak, it might be it might be two or three years before we uh, manage to get another catch up on the on the podcast by <laughs> but uh well no yeah, that no. means i'll have to have you come on my show then see yeah 100 percent, man i'm yeah. i'm keen as mustard as we yeah. say see <laughs> i i mean i i i have to always get in some i have to get at least you know my samuel george london fix in so yeah i oh, appreciate that dude appreciate that awesome um and yeah no just everybody just make sure you go check out data jokes on kickstarter um and uh if it's your bag make sure that you back it baby um and uh yeah no um just best of luck mate and uh i'll i'll see you on the interwebs excellent thank you hey no worries man you take care Thanks again to Barney for being on Comics for the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast service you use. As not only will let me know that you liked it, but believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Barney's work or follow him on social media, those links from the show notes, along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the near future, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.